want you to hear me getting food just now. I've been watching. I've been listening. I've been feeling. I've been knowing. I've been me. My name? All rise for the Hamilton anthem. Critics that can't stand him. Triggers that can't blame him. Executives that can't ban him. The one pair of bands not one man can stand in. The one that drops ill product every time. Not luck, I drop such deadly rhymes. The one that got rappers that are barely vets chatting all scary when they barely Halle Berry with their threats. The one that never pulls punches but accepts them. From a vet or a bitch, I was sexing. And I'm still the big brother on the block. Still a lover, and I'm still the color of a twat. Was that rude? Another word, box. The bloggerville slugger, love me or not. I run the web like backslash, H double T P colon. Kiss my black Call ass. Your friends, all your friends got head whistle. Tell them that it's official. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Did you forget my name? Huh? Did you forget my name? I go off like analog TV. I am a boss, Santa Claus 3D. So gifted, I answer y'all calls with three holes who stand all tall when they see me. I just went OD deep. Bottom of the kitty, I hope she squeaks. Don't get it now? Don't even speak when it hits you. Just go to sleep for a week. I would have dropped an entire anthology. Bitch niggas crying is what inspired the apology. I'm like MF Doom meets Daria, meets Star and Buck, meets Charles's nuts. And that means I'm too hard to touch. Try it. You gon' have Johnny Carson's luck. You should wanna see me daily like Carson does. The interview and performance was Raw's. Oh, go ahead, whistle. Tell him that it's official. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Did you forget me? Huh? Did you forget me? Word. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. Charles Hamilton is back. These rap people are starting to sound like Enya. So I will eat these bugs, Simba. Top five rappers, I'm not feeling. Top three musicians, me, George Salty, and John Williams. Going over composers, I'm focused. I sample the dopest, then the piano gets broken whenever my hands get the stroking. Fall off, not by a chance, cause you're hoping. This isn't written, it's on the top of the head. I put my little homie on, I was plotting, not dead. I heard people wanna pop me for bread They got a better chance of going to a rock for a keg Not the country A rock, I said Rocks aren't even dead Snort a rock to the head <laughs> Meantime, I'm watching the feds Who got a problem? Enough said, Call Charles your friends, Hamilton. all your friends got head whistle Tell them that it's official Charles Hamilton is back Charles Hamilton is back Charles Hamilton is back Charles Hamilton is back
Tell a friend the cool show is back. Why every podcast gotta have a new show? It's a cool show. I've been gone for a little bit. I'm sorry about that. A lot of personal. Well, not really personal. I was just being a little bitch. That's basically it. But I am back once again. I am here to give you cool ass show all day, every day. The cool show is not going anywhere anytime soon, folks. Best believe that. So on this special return episode of The Cool Show, I thought I'd unload my trauma. Three books of my trauma. You see, in high school, to, to anyone who isn't American, I at least know one guy in Dublin who really likes the show, by the way. P.S. Don't download the show multiple times. It inflates the numbers way too much. And I'd and I rather just have an honest representation of how much people actually watch my show. But to, to the American audience, you probably remember reading some of these books, especially if you are at my age, right? And uh, these books are honestly books that I think to this day have... Uh, have sort of soured my opinion on literature, reading, and all that in general because they are so bad. So let, let's go down the list, all right? This is, a, this is a pretty simple one, Catcher in the Rye. You know, it was between Catcher in the Rye and that one Cormac book about the apocalypse, and I decided to go with the one I knew. Kind of wish I went with the Cormac one because that's a way better book. But then again, I wouldn't be able to have cheated and just listen to the audiobook on YouTube. So, you know, that's basically it. Catcher in the Rye is, uh, it's a terrible book. I don't understand the uh, hoopla. Maybe I wasn't born in the right time. Maybe there aren't that many great people for me to kill for the book to fully take impact on me. And that's, and that's basically it. Catcher in the Rye is... Unbelievably terrible. I swear. I swear to God. It also gets kind of worse when you realize Shady Salinger lusted after teenage girls. That's that's true shit. Look it up. And uh, this guy's whole thing is really just a book about an aspiring pedophile. And <laughs> like, like the whole Catcher in the Rye thing is some... It's some shit that you'd hear on, like, one of those, like, fucking boards you don't want to go on. You know what I mean? Like, and I just hated this. I didn't, I didn't like, like, here's my, here's my thing. Compare this book, especially, to something that isn't some dumb coming-of-age thing. Like, you know, the Into the Night, alright? Into the Night, like, there's this great speech in that book about how... About how the war is meaningless. Being a soldier is dumb. There's no reason to have honor in your name. If what's going to happen is you're going to be buried under somewhere. While your kids are playing on the lawn. And your wife's shagging a new dude. Like that's some. Like it's. The way the book says it is way more intelligent than the way I say it. But you know what I mean right? Like Catcher in the Rye is just. It's just an un. 
unbelievable mess. And I feel sorry for anybody who actually enjoyed that book. I really do, because you're kind of a douchebag. Now, now let's get into the actual point at hand, the actual thing I really want to talk about. And it's something, I don't know if it's still going on, but if it is, and this definitely needs to be said a lot, especially on this right here, right? On this show. Uh, my point needs to be made, because this is horrible, horrible writing. It is this white guilt sort of deal where... They're like, okay, we have too many books and experiences about white people because we live in America, right? So, so we're gonna we're gonna give a different side of it. So, so what what do you expect? What do you expect from that? Are we going to get some amazing fictional works from, say, the African American community? Like, maybe maybe not an iceberg slim book, obviously, but. Something along those lines where where we get like a true glimpse and experience into a world we might not have any idea about. Or maybe something from, you know, someone of a Hispanic descent or Asian, you know? Something that is different, a world we do not know. Or, or are we going to get something from an international point of view? Are we going to get fiction and folklore and... All these different ideas from, say, I don't know, Africa or India. Well, what we get about books from Africa and India, if you were in the public education system like I was, are really these sappy, emotional, just depressing books that really, like, th this... Like, these books don't tell me, uh, India and Africa, these are such wonderful cultures. No, these, these books tell me India and Africa. What a bunch of shit. What a, what a bunch of shitholes that these countries are. And that is what these books, you know, represent. First book is about this, this one kid who, who's a child soldier. And that, that's a cool concept for you, right? A child soldier. Well, guess what? It's... It's one of the most depressing things. And admittedly, this is better than the other book. Alright? This is this is like a memoir that this guy wrote himself without any sort of influence that I know of. And it seems authentic. Alright? Alright? Because it, it is not... There's no real... <laughs> there's no real certain situations like the other one, which I, I will get to later... But this one right here, right? It's it's one of the it's it's an honest it's an honest memoir. It it doesn't fancify. It doesn't try to make anything more than it is than just some African soldier's memoir. But God, is it a it's a it's a pain to read. It's a pain to read, especially when you have to read it twice. I. I already understood this book once. I, I get one teacher who tells me this is required reading. You have to read this for the summer. And then the next, the next fucking grade, I have to read this book again in the class, which is way longer than the time I had to read it. So basically, I had to read this twice, and the second time was longer. And... 
you know, people wonder why I'm why I'm such an anti-intellectual. It's because of this. If I'm being honest with you, like in terms of all books in general, they should have just stopped making them after the 80s. Alright? Like like here's the thing about why books lasted so long, okay? Because it's a it's a trap, alright? It's a huge trap, okay? Because back in the day, the only people that can write books, alright, before the 20th century, right, are people who were good at it. Think about it. Think about this. When have you ever read a bad book? And I don't mean like, uh, Shakespeare's so boring. Those aren't books, by the way. But you know, you know what I mean, right? You know? Don't... Here's another thing. Never... If you had to read Shakespeare, I feel sorry for you. Because those are not books. Those are plays that some doofus decide to make books. Alright? They're plays. Alright? You listen to them. You watch the movie... I watched a lot of good Shakespeare movies in, in in my reading class. That's that's probably the best part about it, you know? But yeah. Back in the day, you know, there were no particularly bad books. At least not bad books that we have now. Alright? Like I said, you really had to have been a bona fide fucking literary master okay if you wanted to write a book all right homer wasn't just some schlub homer knew the way of words that's why that's why they let him write about about whatever dumb thing that he wanted to talk about in the odyssey or it's the reason why aesop made those fables you know it's the reason why like you couldn't have been like a guy who had another specific talent that they were good at and be like, I want to write a book. No, you either had to be the greatest writer that someone had ever seen in their entire life or you had to do something else, all right? That's why there were... I am literally willing to bet, all right, that, like, time erases all the bad stuff, but I'm literally willing to bet that before the 20th century, there were no objectively bad books, Alright? None. Not a single one of them. All those books, at least serve a purpose, had something to say. In the 20th century, that's when pop culture and art started taking form, okay? And that's when it started being able to decay, basically. Because now anybody could write a book. And back in the day, they were still at least a standard people still had a standard about it and i and i'm and i want to say like around at least the 80s right that's when it that's when it all ended because in the 90s you really got some dumb stuff and now the 2000s and 2010s and 2020s like name a a a good book all right name a book that isn't that <laughs> name a book that isn't read by some wine mom all right Dan Brown's Inferno, like Dan Brown's whatever, Dan Brown's Brown Hole, okay? If your mom can read it and she can understand it, it's not a good book, alright? It's just not, alright? But, alright, that, that was my, my little spiel, I didn't really go in deep, but this one, Behind the Beautiful Forevers, is really just the, the pinnacle, the, the absolute... 
bullshit pinnacle of white guilt, of white savior complex I've ever seen. So it's given to this Pulitzer Prize winner. Pulitzer is high art. It's high class, high everything. And it's, to, to basically put, it is the, it is the whitest, it is the last pure, like, high European, I guess you could also put Jew in there, you know, like that sort of thing. It's the last of that, where it's it's about the art and where you came from and not about, you know, like if it sounds good or if it's good. It's about the status of it, all right? And we'll, we'll get to more stuff about the Pulitzer later, but right now, you know, this, this Catherine Boo writes a story about real people real people living in India and once there, there was no audiobook for this one none at all so I had to read this entire piece of crap and I hated every single bit of it because it is I'm just going to be honest with you I think most of this most of this stuff is fabricated it, it has to be like I, I I doubt it is that bad well what I mean by that is I, I doubt it is <laughs> in the way that's being told and I'm not even going to go into how how deep this is but it's like these people live near a like it's a little shanty town near an airport Catherine Catherine boo was there I don't know why she was she was being she was interviewing these people and trying to formulate a story which I don't know how I feel about that. There's another book which I don't have anymore about some Pakistani dude who lived in St. Louis during the whole like flood and like the the homeland security take him and basically torture the guy and it's like what? Like I'm not saying it's fake, but that's that's a real that's a real interesting interesting thing, you know? And like all these people, like they kind of have interviews or whatnot, but it's also grainy and whatnot, you know. Like, I don't think these, I don't think half of these stories are real. I really don't. I, I think most of this stuff is made up to make us feel bad and make us think about the world around us. But when you get older and you actually try to peer back into some of this material, it, it's just, it's just, it's just. <laughs> It's unbelievable. It's fantasiful. You know what I mean? It's fantasiful. You know what I mean? Like fantasy. Like you get me. You get me. It's it's bull. It's unbelievable. You know? Like it's hard to believe. Because here's the thing. Every single character in this book, all right? You think about suicide. Suicide is a pretty easy thing that you can do no matter what your no matter what your social social status is <clears throat> For, forgive me but here's the thing anyone anyone can do suicide right you you hang yourself like if you don't have any bullets you you can find a tall structure and jump off of it you can uh, play chicken in the road you know stuff that will lead to your death quickly and easily Every single woman in this book, and they're all women who commit suicide, by the way. I, I don't think any boys, from my recollection, killed themselves in this book. 
it's all women. Basically, they all kill themselves by ingesting rat poison. And not like straight up rat poison because they puke that shit out. I mean like, they mix it in something that tastes somewhat good. And then they like, they drink the rat poison and they die slowly. Alright, they all die slowly and it's like, and, and this is somewhat related to what's going on in India. But it's usually by accident. Rat poison usually enters into a certain concoction by a mistake, right? But but in, in this book, everybody is just, you know, drinking rat poison. There's this one and there's this one character, right, who 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 basically drinks rat poison because she has to get married and she wants to be a doctor because, you know, when when you're a untouchable in these and the world's greatest country of India, you know, you have a lot of prospects when it comes to your ac academic future. But no, no, you're, you're going to be a, you're going to be married to a military man. You're going to stay at home and raise the kids and you're going to like it. God damn it. No, no, you want to be a doctor. That's, that's right. The, the, the world of doctors who are considered lower class citizens compared to everybody else. That's that's really what is happening in the world of India. Real shit, real shit. So he, so she kills herself, and then she, you know, she realizes, oh wait, I don't want to kill myself. I actually don't hate life that much. And, and she basically, you know, she's trying to struggle, and people are trying to get doctors, but there's no doctors in the entire city of the shanty town because, of course, there isn't. And most of the, and even if they got a doctor, basically they wouldn't even treat them that well. It's like, ah, she's a, she's an untouchable cast member, you know, it's, it doesn't matter anyways, you know? And that's sort of what happens. She dies and I just realized it's basically a device to make us feel like, oh, maybe she'll make it. And then it makes us feel sad because all of them die when they drink rat poison and, you know, not not true by the way some of them just get sterilized if you're a woman but other than that yeah it it's obviously here's here's what the book is trying to tell you all right here's what the book is trying to tell you it's trying to tell you that indians are fucking idiots completely re retarded dumbasses devoid of any sort of intelligence and uh we as white people need to help them that's what it is because all these all these characters like like they're kind of dumb i'm not gonna lie they're kind of dumb and they're also suicidal for whatever reason like usually usually in like a very low income just completely filled to the brim with poverty and even like poor countries it's usually a slow death unintentionally like you do heroin or you 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 snort jet fuel basically and that and that makes you feel good as well. You're not slowly dying feeling like shit because you ingested rat poison. You're you're having a good time while you're basically frying your brain and all your internal organs away, you know? But yeah, like there's this one character and he is I, I think he's supposed to be like the main guy we're following, but he's just so stupid. It's it's hard to really <laughs> really understand 
Because this guy gets arrested. I don't know what he did. He he probably looked at a person wrong and they decided to arrest him because he's a he's a he's a lower caste and that's all right. And um, he's he's also Muslim, which is a which is a big thing there. But yeah, yeah. So they they arrest the guy and then like he's in juvenile detention. And he doesn't like it. And he meets this guy who I can only describe as a Punjabi Jordan Peterson. Punjabi Peterson is, is what I'm going to call him. And he, he he gets obsessed with the guy. And the only way, and I'm not even joking, for, for the entire book, he's just simping for Punjabi Peterson over here. And the, the only way he thinks he can get out of poverty is if he hangs around this guy. And goes to his, like, somewhat hard-to-afford class. Which is, like, I don't know. Common sense usually dictates that it, if you are if you have to pay premium prices to get out of the ghetto, it's probably some bullshit, if you know what I mean. And it's not even, like, that hard of advice. It's like, you know, get, get, a, get a proper education and don't... don't don't do crime, you know? Like, it's like, oh my god, I need to be around this guy. He's a wizard. Like, no. It, it's simple stuff. And also, just to go back, Long Way Gone. Long Way Gone ends with him leaving Africa because for the second time, a warlord takes over and going to America. And I don't want to infer anything, but I don't think... If, if the story ended with, like, I... I, I became a child soldier then i went to a village of a family member and i got rehabilitated and now i am living still living in africa today it's actually not that bad it's okay for the most part nobody would pick this fucking book up nobody because the the idea is like what they what they really say when they when whoever the sarah Crawford books that's what it's called you know, what Sarah is saying is that we need to let all these people over here in America and let them get attacked by cowboys. And uh, that that's why I think books are dead. Because the, these things do not, do not tell us anything interesting about what we already know. War's hell. Being poor's hell. Discrimination's hell. We get that part. We get that already. And, you know... On the flip side, you have books. A literal book a friend told me he saw was a book about <laughs> called Amy Amy Whatever Amy Rose <laughs> punches the future in the dick. It, it's it's people who are either trying to sell you the sob story of a lifetime, white people trying to sell you, you know, minority despair right despair of the lower class to make it to to explain to us that we need to save these people or it is uh, or it is just goofy shit like that and that is why books are dead to me but other than that i still think everybody here should read a book that definitely came out a long ass time ago once again glad to be back doing this show and i'm glad that you know 200 downloads from the last episode hopefully we'll get some more i feel like we're keep on growing but hey 
if if we stay at this number, I'm fine with it because you guys, like like I say, you keep downloading it only once. By the way, Dublin dude, I I see you, I see you, man. I I really do. You need to calm down. But but like I'm saying, man, keep on downloading the show, keep on watching the show, and I'll keep on making it. It's the cool show. Anyways, here's a few tunes for you guys, and then we'll be right back. I am. I need to explain myself.
song completely by accident. Glad I did. That's a banger right there. So, uh, I think it's time we got a little bit serious. A lot of things have been happening over the few weeks, and I've gotten a few responsible. So, um, here we go. Uh, my mom bought a, uh, bought a new microwave recently, alright? A, uh, a really fancy, a really high-tech, just, just all around a, a good microwave, microwave, you know? And, uh, you know, it had a lot of buttons, it, it kind of didn't fit in the kitchen, but she was so excited, it was, uh, kind of a new model, a little bit experimental, it was, it was still in beta, which, which explains a few things, but it was still in beta and, uh, you know, it still, it still had some work to be done. Right. And I, 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 I my mom it tried to explain how to use this micro microwave, you know, and, uh, I, I'm trying to listen, you know, I'm trying to listen to what she has to say and, Gonna be honest, I didn't understand a word of it during a uh, old summer vacation uh, a couple of years back. We we went to this private island in this beach house, a nice, quaint little area. If it wasn't for a few other things, it would have been great. One of those things is that the TV is uh, it wasn't that well at at working because the TV operated under this sort of unique little thing this unique little like remote you know thing and uh it was uh it was hard uh, to use and someone tried to make a video for for us explaining it later on and uh i i couldn't i couldn't quite grasp it even then i understood a little bit of it so uh i kind of heard what she said right and this was a uh, this was sort of my downfall i guess for what happened and uh hear me out right because listen my intentions were not purposely harmful they weren't okay and uh yeah that so i so i go i go uh on i i i have these uh jimmy dean biscuit sausage biscuits that i like to eat right there i like to eat those and maybe like a side of like cereal you know like to have a little full breakfast, so I so I'm making these Jimmy D sausage biscuits, and uh, they're not even the good kind because they are kind of like maple sausage, and I don't like maple sausage because maple sausage has this um has this issue with it where you know it just it just feels sticky like just being around it like I don't like the heat and aroma that it sort of gives off. And overall, it just isn't all that good. So sausage, Jimmy Dean biscuits, they're usually good. But like with the, the, the maple syrup, you know, I wouldn't recommend it. I recommend it without the maple syrup. I recommend it without that. I've also tried putting cheese, like my own cheese on it. <clears throat> Sorry, um, that was a little bit unprofessional. I do apologize. I don't think burping into the microphone is funny i don't think it's cool or radical you know i mean i i think it's kind of immature and the fact that i just did that 
really immature on my part and just really unprofessional and I just want to apologize like once again I don't like burping in the microphone I don't think it's cool I don't think it's funny or anything like that I, I think it's a I think it's a real crass thing to do I don't think it's funny cool or anything and I do apologize because burping in the microphone is not funny and I don't think it should be funny at all it never will be funny so yeah where was I where was I I got a microwave right I got a microwave and I'm trying to learn how to do it my mom told me how to do it and you know basically she she's trying to teach me how to use it and I don't understand it you know I mean it, it's like there's this weird remote control I I saw when I was on no wait sorry Jimmy Dean right Jimmy Dean sausage you know uh, they uh I'm trying to make those in the microwave and I don't know how to do it because you're saying you can actually uh you can actually like for the most part you know in the in the microwave you can you can just type in the product and it will cook it to the right temperature the right temperature that it needs to be at and uh, that saves a lot of time because usually you're you're just just sitting around trying to uh, wait for it but like getting the right coordinates and whatnot but with this you can just type it in and and I think I uh, and I think I might have mistyped it now thinking about it it has this big wide screen with like some internet connectivity right some of it and I don't think uh, think certain things were uh, batched out but either way we we've learned now and I, I do apologize once again so I'm typing in Jimmy and uh, I think I missed like the J and the I so it's M M Y and then uh, I I type in Dean and I and I misspell it I get D A O N M and I, I don't know how that happened but I got D A OM, you know, and I, I put that in, it autocorrects it to something I'm, I'm not familiar with. I didn't get a glimpse of it quickly and I had no idea what it was, but I see these uh, schematics and like these gibberish words that look kind of gibberish to me because the screen wasn't that well optimized and whatnot. And I'm, and I'm realizing, okay, this isn't the right thing I, I put in. So I, backspaced out of it backspaced out of it and then like after a while i figured out that there's just a button that let you go back so i stopped that it said saving i had no idea what that meant and uh you know i, I typed in jimmy dean correctly and i made my biscuits and sausages and whatnot my biscuit sausages and i uh they were all right once again they were the uh like I said, do not get the maple syrup flavor. I, I do not recommend it. And I uh, and I realized there's a history button. And I uh, go on the history button and I type in, I, I see it, I see Jimmy Dean and below it, I could barely make it out, but it scrolled past a few times. It was kind of fast. And then I, I see the words and I realize oh shit what was in there was mark zuckerberg facebook domain registry 
I didn't know what I was doing, okay? I, I really didn't. And uh, I just assumed it was some sort of issue, some sort of glitch. But then when I went to go on Instagram to check out Sexy Anime Ladies, um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. It, it didn't work. And I realized I accidentally deleted Facebook's domain. Um, listen, I need you to understand something. I had no idea what was happening. I, I did not know that was going to happen. Um, I tried to explain to my mom, but she thinks I'm fucking retarded. And uh, she didn't believe me. But trust me when I say this. I did not mean to do what I did. That was stupid of me. That was careless. I should have looked. I should have looked. I should have looked. <laughs> Dumb book on the, on the right and on the left. I'm hitting myself with it right now. I should have looked. I'm Facebooking myself because I face. I deleted Facebook. I deleted Facebook and I'm and I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, so please. I, I don't sue me, please. I, I don't know what I can do. I don't have any lawyers. I don't have anything. Please, please take take pity on me. Take pity on me, please. I don't wanna go to jail, Facebook. I don't wanna go to jail. Check this out, this Warren G, you know what I'm saying? Chilling with my man Slick Rick, you know? And we're gonna give y'all a little tale about that jail stuff, you know? So Rick, why don't you run it, homie? Yeah. In the slamming kid. But I'm innocent. Lord played with, he wasn't having any pity. Now in Razor Blade City. Cries opposed to situation. Seen mad eyes opposed. Tries a rose. Hey yo, money, what size are those? Need the foamy to another sprang up. Hmm, to gang on. On this kid, house in a foam like he didn't know how to hang up. Would be hard though, up to a minute or so, and then yells, time on. And when you get your commissary by this and that, or else I'm going to. You're not asking, we'll stay off. Extort, figure safe, way off. Being a death, you ain't protecting me. Forgot today's my day off. Hold my head and drift, assume away is nuts and cars. Instead of sitting here accumulating cuts and scars behind bars. If a riot jumped off, it's time for incision. Sticking niggas here and sticking niggas there. I turned around and looked and seen cops everywhere. Jacking brothers up, slapping brothers up. If you got blood on your clothes, lock up. High power was the level level four. Niggas sentenced to life and you can't be no hope. Or you'll get taken with homies overlooking. Essays next door with the Pruno straight cooking. Lighten up the whole module. Huh, goddamn, yeah, another squabble. Let's see, oh. the rest he might scare by.
I couldn't squeal. I was like, officer, that nigga right there. Now if he ain't get me, his friends will. Needed a utensil. Turn, I had to stab him in the eye with a pencil. Stay the shock, he made a yell. I said, now what you want, traitor? See, yo puts me in the bitch. I say about a month later. Back in population, didn't matter that his friends tense. The phone cribs, the years added to the sentence. Still chilling and all of that. And I escaped when I didn't think so. They'll hit the cell because they made a rape attempt. Thank goodness, fell. For the next, he wailed out. Here go the CEO. Ricky Walters, back up. Your bell down. The CEO couldn't see the rape. The kid will snitch, mass figure. Fast trigger, you'll be back, you little bitch ass nigga. Au revoir. Like to date the sluts and stars. At least for now. No more accumulated cuts and scars behind bars. This time you push it, it happens every day. Hello, it's me Neil deGrasse Tyson, and before we continue with more cool show, let's take a look at an ad from our sponsor. As time changes and progresses onward, there has to be ways for people to communicate, share ideas, and most importantly express themselves. So with that being said, there also has to be a way to deconstruct, criticize, and critique these things. On top of that, there also has to be ways to measure these things. The most obvious one is with the rating system. It's a bit barbaric, and admittedly, it's something that should be abolished, as it really serves no other purpose than to flaunt and become gaudy with one's own personal preferences. But one thing that has remained the same with time is the ability to award these contributions to society. The biggest one for a lot of people, depending on who you ask, is the Pulitzer Prize. And for quite a few decades, or well over 100 years, this award has been given to the people who contributed the most to classical and jazz compositions. Keep that in mind, especially during the last 40 to 50 years. The only contributions that are deemed noteworthy are classical jazz. There are no folk albums, there are no rock albums, there are no any other thing that really tries to encapsulate the sound of an era, the movements of an entire generation. The only contributions necessary are classical, which has really not moved since 300 years ago, as well as jazz, which you would think at this point would reflect society in some way, shape, or form, but not even the late great Davis was able to receive this prestigious award. However, one hero has claimed the title, and I believe has deserved his right to own such a prestigious award. That being Kendrick Lamar. Damn was released in 2017, and this album is by far his best. Wanna know why? Because damn, nigga, this fucking shit slaps. That damn go, go with the number, a good number, a number, 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 number. Who is your baby? A good one, you drop it. Oh, 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 o
Swift had that bitch down in there. You know what, man? Let me call this baby. That Swift had the bitch down in the room the other day. We had went to the mall and shit, man. I let her come over there and use the room right quick. Man, I'm about to call this nigga cusses, man. I'm about to call this nigga right now, baby. Hold on, one motherfucker. Pay attention. Pay attention. You wanna check my phone? Cause six in the morning I be coming home. I need to know the corner store in a Coney Island is surely closed. Now they got picture phones to click it to send it to bitches' homes. And just as long as she ain't caught, everything she did wrong is not your fault. I'm not to be questioned, though, and I can care less about where you go. And why my cologne is strong? How the hell you know I just sprayed it on? I'm a dog, and that's a fact. We run the streets, but what about cats? Let niggas out the back of your bedroom window, I pull on the set. And just when I think she's caught, the bitch I just met then dropped me off. We both lost a beautiful thing. Now tell me, what you go do with that ring? Don't leave it at the Marriott, cause housekeeping go pawn your rock. They ain't knocking at 12 o'clock, I'm leaving you whether you care or not. She's in the next room, making plans to be with them soon. Talking softly on the telephone, making plans to go and do wrong. She's in the next room, making plans to be with them soon. Talking softly on the telephone, making plans to go and do wrong. Show you guys how to be cheaters. Be a pimp to your girl. You ain't gotta beat her. Tell her what she wanna hear. She got low self-esteem. Take your shopping into the Dairy Queen. Man, you've been gone for the last six months. Out there smoking bloods and fucking a lot of sluts. Rule number one: never leave condoms in your pocket. And your new Blackberry. Learn how to lock it. When you take a bitch out Especially you and your wife Share the same account When you go to the titty bar Bring some extra clothes So you won't go home Smell like stinking asshole She don't know about your other kids Vietnamese and overseas Every month you send a couple G's Don't stutter when you lie Or she gon' hit you in your motherfucking segment to uh wrap things up it's a uh saying i like to call e-schmucks now e-schmucks is a deep dive into the world of some of the most exceptionally bad youtubers that i think i've seen in a while and we're going to go through one of their videos and explain why they are just absolutely terrible this is an original concept by the way never been done on any other type of medium platform or any type of shows dedicated to doing something involving making fun of somebody's bad projects totally original idea here don't look up anything else so ishmucks the first episode the first episode i want to do for ishmucks is about a guy by the name of the blind bard now the blind bard has been kind of my little pet for a while. I'm not going to explain everything because that takes too much time. And we have so much time on the cool show, especially so much time to do eschmucks. So, right now, we're going to take a look at this thing. And I must admit, this 
is sort of a new idea that I'm working with, so it might run kind of long. You're definitely going to hear at least a few clicks and clacks on the keyboard more than you usually do. So if if that doesn't tickle your fancy, then get out of here. But don't worry, this this will be pretty easy to follow along with. You're not going to have to view any videos. This is mostly mostly audio, and if there is anything, I'll definitely try to describe it the best of my abilities. So, like I said, first episode of eSchmucks. Now, this video is um is hard to explain, so I'm just going to read off the disclaimer. There's some dumb drama music playing in the background, so I'm just going to mute that, and we're going to get into this. So, here we go. Disclaimer. Ooh, red text on the top. What you're about to hear is a recording is a live recording of a natural conversation that happened between T-Bone 2004 and I. This took place in my friend Joshua's Discord server, who read the lines that T-Bone said to me. So it's a play. It's a it's a play about internet drama. Isn't that isn't that exciting, folks? We're going to see a internet play about internet drama. This is going to be this has to be some juicy stuff, you know. Like the blind bard, like this this guy has to have had an epic win moment. Like this this has to have been like some some epic ponage ownage montage, you know what I mean? Some wreck feminist compilation highlights, you know what I mean? This this has to be amazing right now. Because you you wouldn't put something out there that made you look like a pathetic spineless loser. You wouldn't do something like that. Why would you? It's your YouTube channel. You can basically make yourself look however you want. So let's keep going, alright? The purpose of this video is not to start drama, but to share with everyone my personal experience and also to tell people to be careful about whom they allow in their lives. Not everyone is genuine. And with that, welcome to an unconventional reading of Fard's Exchange with T-Bone. Ooh. Ooh, this is, uh, this is getting spicy. And, uh, don't, don't cause drama. We're, we're just reading our back-and-forth internet spat, but we're not causing drama. I'm just, I'm just detailing my heated conversation with the, uh, president of Al-Qaeda and how I disagree with him and think he's a fag, but... I'm not trying to start drama or anything. Heavens, no. So let's so let's continue. Go and turn it up. God, this music's so dumb. All right, here we are. Hey, did someone change the icon in the TILPC server? I'm a bit confused. That was Neve's doing. She wanted to show off the original icon. Oh, threw me off a bit. Had to ask before overthinking things and panicking to a hyperactive imagination. First off, you, you know he can just, like, he can just not say dumb words. He can just rework it. Because, first off, I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to be like, well, actually, you said this. Like, just paraphrase a little bit. Like, overthinking to a hyperactive imagination. Who, who says that? Who writes that? Who writes any of that? You know what I mean? So, Alright, let's continue. So, so understand what's happening. This whole argument has started over an icon change. From what I can gather, T-Bone made 
a new icon, and they decided to make the old icon. They decided to put it back, and uh, Bard's freaking out. He's he's quaking. He's his nuts are quaking. Everybody. What were you thinking? I thought I was silently no longer the fifth, but in my defense, that was just before I asked. Oh, you automatically assumed I was kicking you out? Either you or Neve. Again, that's the anxiety talking, man. I mean... My anxiety. It's all over the place. Oh, I can't help being my anxiety. It's all... What in God's name? Jesus Christ. It, it, here's the thing. If you use anxiety as an excuse for, for dumb shit, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. You're an idiot. Who... Like, think about this for a minute. What type of person are you trying to uh, be? Like, you're you're trying to defend your bad actions with an anxiety. Like, seriously. God. Wouldn't you feel similarly if you were on my end? I removed the icon with your avatar in it. Oh, God damn it. I'm overthinking again. I'll just stop. Okay. <sighs> Let me stop you myself. Because you can tell that the person that the person doing this voice he really wants to be an actor he he really wants to be an actor he's really trying it this is his uh this is his serious voice everybody like this it's this is this is obviously not his real voice this is his serious actor voice like God what a dweeb for one I have not done anything that would warrant you to think that way. Second of all, Neve wanted to change it back because she loved the old icon. Three, did you really just compare yourself to me in that light? Because that's what Zango Dash did to me. If you're wondering who Zango Dash is, Zango Dash is a male stripper. Yeah, bet you weren't expecting that. Also, let's just, I'm just going to spoil it. He definitely wants this guy out. There's, there's a lot of people in this video who who really have some problems you need to avoid. This guy specifically. You're going to figure out very soon that uh, T-Bone T right here. Uh, big old T-Bone. T-Bone in the morning. We got the Schwalkers in the... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I can't do radio voices. But, yeah. T-Bone. T T-Bone definitely likes to, uh, likes to get stomped on. Likes to get... Like stepped all over like a like a little like a little five dollar whore until he finally does something. He's a uh, he's kind of pathetic like that. And four, and I'm sorry to bring this up, but have you sent the third or second recording to Neve? Cause she's asking me right now. I don't know what she means. What he means by recordings? Let me just if if you guys aren't familiar, this this is a podcast. I can't tell you what it's called or. Where the podcast is because he keeps like T Bone keeps deleting it because every single time like like he has this paranoia about him that you'll you'll find out very soon you'll find out very soon about like he, he is paranoid to the max okay and you know this guy has has some fanciful thinking about what may or may not happen to him so. We're going here. We're going here a little bit about that later, but right now, like, I don't know if he's talking about like if. First off, if 
Brian Bard is editing this, if that's the case, I, you might have already been failing because I, I wouldn't trust some dude I barely even know to basically work on something that he claims is his passion project. And if he's talking about, like, his side of the audio for the podcast, then God damn! I'm, like, I, I at one point with Hexa tried to do, like, a little series, a little mystery, spooky, scary series, a little something like that, a little nerdy, a little bit spooky, you know what I mean. And we tried doing that once, and it kind of worked, but due to certain other things, it just never got off the ground. That was a pain in the ass to deal with, with, like, two people. Four or five people, that would legit, like, that's fucking hell. That's hell. It is horrific hell. That is what it would be to do that with four or five people. And and he thinks that's a great idea. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, but you you are a you're an idiot. You're you're a complete idiot. Anyways. What? No. Oof, I'm sorry. I'm working on the third one. I'll have that for her by Friday morning. Never has episode two. I'll resend the link if needed. Need? She told me. She wants the third as soon as possible. But back to the matter at hand. Yes. The overthinking thing? Yeah. I'm guilty of it too. Neva has called me out on it. And now, I know when someone is doing it, and right now, you're doing it. My girlfriend does similarly for me. Girlfriend does what? God, these people, these people always talk in, like, referential moments. My, my father, my, my sister, my boyfriend, my ex-husband, my... My murderer, my savior, like, uh, just stop. Stop. I, who the hell? Who the hell? Like, every single conversation you're going to hear, every single, like, little spat and little, like, off the side thing is going to be them referencing something or someone else. And it is painful. It is painful. Just, God. It is, it is going to, you're, you're going to kill yourself if, if you turn it into a drinking game. That's all I'm going to say. Call me out for overthinking. There was a delay in messages. I do it more often than not, and it makes me a panicky mess. Why are you panicking right now? I'm trying to talk to you about these issues so you don't become like Zango Dash. Don't become a male stripper like Zango Dash, Blind Bard. You have only one shot to to get with the T-Bone in the morning crew. You have only one shot, man. This is your chance for fame. I appreciate that. I couldn't in good conscience do that to you. I'm gradually calming down. Here's what I'm getting at. Yesterday when we were on the phone, I said what I said because I'm warning you. Neve put a lot of hard work and effort into making this happen. And this has been my baby since 2012. I don't want to... How, how can you... How can you hold on to a podcast concept for what? Like, it's it's now almost 10 years. You held on this to this for 8 years? This is where it's going? This is what hap This is what's happening? I don't know what to tell you, but I think you're fucking up. 
I think you're messing up. This to fail, and you don't want this to fail. But what you're doing, you're overthinking, you're overplanning, you're jumping the gun, and it's starting to annoy us all. Whether you see it or not, you're slowly drifting towards what Zango did. Blistered Blood agreed with me and Navi on that, because he's been there since 2012 as well. Most of you have. I'm sorry for annoying you all. I have no intention to sabotage the project. It's a communal thing we're doing for fun. We're not Smosh. We're not Rooster Teeth. We're not any of those guys. Are you at least a good thing? Are you at least good? Because all those suck, can you at least be good? They're just a couple of good friends who share like minds and just want to do as a unit. It sounds like you're going to have an orgy. <laughs> it's like I said before, you can't expect us to grow into something huge. Take it from me and my experience. I know. I know. Dude, you're making a podcast. That's that's literally it. You're, you're making a podcast. Just... Just record yourself with your friends in OBS. If this is such a hot... If this isn't even that big of a deal, why are you doing all this extra credit shit? Like, it really doesn't matter. Ugh. I believe that. It's a casual and formal thing. I think my problem is I may have been taking things a bit too seriously. Hey guys, here's a fun game you can play right now. Uh, you hear the blind bard, you hear this guy yapping a lot. Um, guess his age down in the comments. What 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 the age will be will surprise you. Would you agree? I mean, even with my responses, i.e. Roger and 10-4 in the staff room, I agree. Okay, so we're on the same page. I will try to be a lot less formal with my responses from now on. To tell you the truth, I can be a little too formal at times, and more often than not, I tend to take things way too seriously. Please, just- My mom says I take things too seriously, especially ever since my uncle died from the fireworks accident. <sighs> just ease back on everything. Try not to take this too seriously, Realize that we are not available every second, and ultimately, stop worrying so much. Both my mother and my girlfriend think I worry way too much. <laughs> oh, I predicted it! Hell yeah! Right. As for your first statement, I am aware that you aren't always available all the time, and that our time is precious. Believe it or not, I do enjoy our conversations whenever we do have them. Right. I'm gonna get back to Neve. Okay, take care. So, uh, so that's the end of it. That's actually the entire, uh, that's actually the entire exchange. Nothing else happened after that. It, uh, it actually worked out pretty good. Their podcast is doing well. They got a couple of views on, oh wait, there's more. Here's where things took a turn for the worse is what the screen is saying. And, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited. Is this where Blind Bard hooks up? Finally, he's going to stop bagging like a bitch, and he's going to Hulk up right now. Let's see what happens. Bard, we need to talk. When I'm free, which will be soon, I need to address a major concern. And this has to do with last night. 
Okay. I'm quite surprised you've addressed me by my actual name. It must be important. So his real name was omitted, but, uh... God. I don't know. I, 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 If that happened to me, I'd just say fuck you and leave. Like... I'm gonna I'm gonna say your real name, kid. Sam Sam for the morning crew to judge your fate. It's like dude You're a furry. Fuck off. By the way, I should mention T Bone is a furry. He has a little bunny furry icon uh, that if you actually watch the video you can see. But j just continue watching this because it's it's way funnier. Yes. Hey, feel free to call me up on Facebook Messenger. For some reason, Discord Mobile's voice chat is broken, and I had a hard time hearing you on Monday. Okay, Bard. That gives you a little hint. That gives you a little hint on his age. Uh, see, see, see what you think. You might be getting a little bit higher. I want to know what you said to me, and I'll tell you what I have to say. I want you to relax, breathe, and think about what you're saying. Okay, I'm trying to gradually calm myself down. It's last night! This guy's still trying to calm himself down. It's la- it's tomorrow! It's tomorrow! This guy is still jittering! This guy is still all over the place jittering! And it's amazing! Oh my god! Dressing me by my actual name on here threw me off. Listen to me. I'm addressing you as such because there is a problem. A very serious problem. I want to hear what you have to say. Then I will address the problem. I think there's a lack of communication in our group. The icon change confused me last night. And I messaged you because I didn't want to assume. My own state of panic had me fear that I was no longer a part of the team. You saying... That I'm starting to sound like Zingo Dash struck a chord with me because the way you and the others described him and what he did to you and Neve in the past. Gave you a bad lamp dance. I don't want to give you any bad lamp dances. I'm, I'm, I'm your dirty little whore. I'm going to do all the moves you like. Because I have no spine. Why are you still panicking? Please explain that to me. Because Neve is not happy about it. One... My nerves are shot. Two, because I feel like I've screwed up and want to make amends for doing so. Three, anytime someone, not just you, tells me we need to talk, it's been because either one or a few were concerned or not too happy with what I did or have done. Well, if you're so concerned about why we're not happy, it's best you ask why, then try to correct it. Yes. If you feel you screwed up and you're so paranoid about it, you need to speak up. So here's what I've got to say. Lately, I've noticed you have been very active in Josh's group, and a majority of them came over to our server, and it got a little crazy. Whores were everywhere, cocaine was everywhere. Listen, the T-Bone Morning Crew doesn't vibe by such wackiness. So much so that we all, the people who started the unit, had to mute it, because we don't want to hear it. And see, this is this is what I'm talking about. T-Bone <laughs> now realizing that Bard is a beta male is starting to hulk up. But before this, he he didn't really do that. He didn't really do that. Nah, nah. He he just he just let him walk all over, deciding whatever should happen in his own server. All right, it's your server. You could have just said, 
hey, I don't want all these people in here. Get them out. But but instead, you you let this build, and over a over a goddamn icon, over an icon, this whole thing is falling apart. You aren't even you aren't even ten podcasts in. You aren't even that far in, and, and it's already falling apart. Like, ay ay ay. Maybe choose your people better next time. I don't know. We didn't ask for an audience. That was a major problem. That we don't want people watching our stuff. <laughs> we don't want anybody knowing that we exist. We hate the fact that people know we exist on the internet. We put it publicly on the internet and we see people watching it and we're like, hey, what the fuck? You should have addressed. <clears throat> Neve was not happy to see that. Also, yes, you have been rather dominant over the group. Always trying to take up the majority of our shows. You need to understand that sometimes we want to talk. Have, have a better presence then, bitch. Seriously. If you get your show stolen by some rando... That's your fault. It's not about me. Aye, aye, aye. When Blood had to step out, Mean Spirit was happy to fill his shoes. And he also said that he felt like you were overbearing. Oh, damn. As for the icon, yes, Neve changed it. Do you know why? Because she liked the old one? Because the old icon? She put a lot of feeling into it. Like I said, like just just say the f just say it first, and this, and, but no, no, no. Do wants to like, it's it's funny, yeah. It's funny to mess around with this guy, but the way he's doing it, it's like he's taking this really seriously, like way too seriously for really any anybody. Like you're you're overreacting about a fucking icon. Like everybody here is an idiot. I'm. Oh my god, like seriously. And then during the meeting after episode one, she felt like you were guilt tripping us because we needed you to record for us and that you were being pushed aside. She said she felt like her work wasn't being cared for. Wait, what? Oh, oof. Ard. Oofs. <laughs> alright, alright. Alright, type in your final answers because I'm about to... I'm about to explain... What's going to be very soon? Trust me, I'm I'm going to explain what his age is. I still have all the icons, even the old one. I am not finished. Okay. Please calm down, because I am not in a very good mood. In fact, I'm pretty pissed about this, because when my friend Neve is upset and I find out why, I tend to get rather angry. Okay. It's because you're trying to fuck her. Or him. You're trying to fuck that person. I can I can tell a Neve is a person you try to fuck. I, I I have a I have a sixth sense about that situation. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes, I do. No, he doesn't. I feel terrible. Nobody told me what they felt until now. I didn't. You ask. Cause you didn't make it known. This is this is such a simple situation that anyone with actual adult real life experience would not have. No real adults have this situation. And it is 
It is unbelievably stupid. I swear to God. Dude, I'm trying to be civil with you. Look, I know. I can feel the tension. Didn't Neve put the invite on the first episode? She did it because I was feeling bad. Like you were making me feel bad for neglecting you. That's how... <laughs> maybe, maybe you should... Everybody's trying to guilt trip this man. A blind dude is stealing his show. Oh, by the way, I think it's a great, a great time to explain this person's age. Let's. You guys ready? Because uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now what this guy's age is. We're going to figure that out. You ready? All right, let's go. Forty ounce, forty ounce, forty ounce, forty ounce. He is forty. This man who is crying like a little bitch because he's about to get kicked out of a podcast is of the age of forty. He is forty, everybody. This is this is the type of person you need to not become. All my zoomers in the audience who who do exist. I want you to study this guy. I want you to study this dude and not become him. Avoid this man very, very hard. Avoid being the blind bard and avoid being T-Bone and your show won't be fucking hijacked by a blind 40-year-old who talks like a bitch and still lives with his mom. Edre and Josh found the server. Josh started inviting folks in, and I told him to stop for the same reason that this was for the panelists, and not for a large amount of folks to jump in on. Doesn't matter, okay? I didn't invite my friend Checker out of respect. No, you're right. Doesn't matter. Also, what's going on with episode three? I unintentionally made you and Neve feel bad. Art, stop it! <laughs> Look, episode three is in my drive, but I've also had a few problems. <laughs> I like to think he means that literally. He 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 left that in his driveway. <laughs> He's like, where did I put that thing? Oh yes, in the in the driveway. It's in the it's in the garage. Oh no, it it's on top of the it's on top of the cage thing. Uh, you watch this show. It, it, just accept this. Okay, talking to you, and you're doing exactly like Zango did. And forgive me for sounding like an asshole, but you're starting to remind me of how Eric apologized to me for spamming me. Ouch. I unintentionally made you feel bad. You're right. <sighs> Seriously, man, all I want is an explanation for all of this. I don't like, I don't like apologies. Just, just tell me why you're an asshole. <laughs> that, that is the way, that is the way to do it, honestly. have been doing this for years and I wanted to help at the same time I wanted to feel like I was a part of it I got a little too excited Patreon, cons, etc alright alright this is another thing I need to explain the blind bard is a 
anime convention performer. He goes around conventions. He has, like, one sort of group where he, like, sings dumb songs. I don't know exactly how to explain it. And another thing where he dresses up in blue spandex and calls himself Sonic Man. Like, (laughs) this, this guy fucking makes a Patreon... And, like, first off, you're, you're going around spreading this to conventions. Like, think about that for a minute. And 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 T-Bone's going to slip a little bit. He's going to have a little Freud slip. Because I was genuinely excited to be a part of something special. Man, I am terrible. <laughs> he was excited to be on a podcast, everybody. It's so funny. I subconsciously tried to make it mine. Shit. Listen to me. Stop right now. We've all come from different walks of life. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> this is... You've been doing this for a long time. And you get your show hijacked by a pussy little blind 40-year-old who goes around dancing, singing fucking southern redneck hero songs and blue spandex. I don't think you're that good at it. I'm just saying. I, I don't think you're the guy. I didn't get to where I am by riding the coattails of others. No. I had to work really hard. Mutant Yoshi has been perfecting his style. Blood has been helping me with my videos. And Neve and I have been very close due to reasons that I won't share here. You're fucking. Just say you're fucking. Don't worry, I won't ask. We made this for us. To do something fun. Not to get popular, not to get invited to cons, not to get paid for it. We don't have egos. We have friendship. <laughs> you apparently don't have egos, but I can't find a single episode of your podcast because they all suck. We have love. And the fact that you're pressuring us... I honestly shouldn't... Well, technically I do have an ego, so uh, it's, it's fine if I delete stuff. The way you did... That's not professionalism. That's setting us up for failure, and in turn, that's setting you up for failure. Let me ask you this. How would you feel if the Kiwi Farms found your Facebook? Then they found our YouTube and got our names. And then Neva confronts me about this, demanding to know why her address is on KF. <laughs> it's Kiwi Farms. They're, they're too fat to kill you. Why are you, why do people always fear kiwi farms? It's, you, everybody gets docs if you put your dick out on the fucking internet. It is a known fact of life. It is not that interesting. Like, every single time, everything happens here. It's not that fucking unique. I'm sorry. But, let's continue. There's that, like, mm. like seriously, and once again, the, the slip right there, the, the complete slip. Flying Bart is the one that's going to be on Kiwi Farms because of fucking course he is. And then he's going to be, then they're going to be found out and they're going to be so sad and it's going to be so bad. Oh no. Ugh. Who do you think I'll be coming looking for? Me. Because I was a liability. Why do you think I'm confronting you? Because you're saving me for myself. That scenario would scare me. I wouldn't be able to forgive myself. You're missing the point. Ugh. 
Now, everybody, here's missing the point. You guys run a podcast that you don't want anyone to listen to, and you think you are in danger of this, and yet it's your fucking podcast, and you're letting this guy run roughshod everywhere. That's the point. You guys don't know what you're doing. The point I'm getting at is this. You're setting us up for failure. So with all this in mind, here's the deal. I am no longer asking, I am telling you. Cut this bullshit out of getting paranoid when I need to address something wrong. T-Bone's going to lay down the law on the radio business. Start taking responsibility for what happens <laughs> instead of locking up about it. Neve wants episode 3 by Friday afternoon, 5pm my time. You will inform both me and Neve. Yes. No, 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 no. Don't, don't say yes. That's a vague message. Just do it. Now, if you don't do this... I'm gonna... I'm gonna make you the stump boy. <laughs> I'm gonna send you to the rodeo. Make you dress up like a gay clown. <laughs> I don't know. I like this character I made up of T-Bone. T-Bone in the morning. We'll fuck your wife for free. <laughs> and I'm gonna have to ask you to leave T-I-L-P-C. Yes, I understand the terms and conditions. I'll have it for you and Neve as soon as possible. Uh, you're not getting paid for this. Fuck off. Don't deal with this shit. You're a bitch. Oh my god. Do you want to be a part of this? It's time to get serious. <laughs> Alright. We're trying to get serious here. We don't mean to have this be big. We don't want this to be big. You gotta be serious about it, though. You gotta be very serious. Like, uh, if, if, it's, <laughs> oh my god, there are so many losers on here. This, nobody with, with any self-respect after dealing with this, but first, Make a stage play about this. A, a An online stage play about you getting cussed out because you're a little bitch. And secondly, you... I just leave. You just just leave. Nobody gives a shit. And in fact, if you, if you want to be angry about it, just, just don't give them the audio. Fuck them. I've been patient for far too long. And now I'm telling you. Shape up or get the hell out of my server. Because if we have this conversation one more time, I'm bringing Neve in. We got, we got to beat the morning crew. We got to be on the morning crew. T-Bone in the morning's got to be the best show ever. You don't, you don't shape up. I'm sending you back to clown college where you belong, kid. And believe me, you will not like it at all. Do I make myself clear, Bard? Yes. You've made yourself very clear. I hope so. Well, excuse me. I'm going back to work. You did this on work. Fuck you. You're, you're so lame. <laughs> who who the... You wasted your work doing that. Just just to remind you. When you, when you could have just kicked the guy out of your server instantly. Like that's, like that's really what's happening right now. Remember what I said. Yes. Or I'll rape you. Let me finish up episode three. I'll personally send it to you the link when the file is uploaded. One hour later. Alright. I'm at work right now. 
and I just lectured you during my lunch break, and now I find you're freaking out over Mutant Yoshi? <laughs> this boy just doesn't stop, does he? He just keeps, just keeps, just keeps making references to people he knows in the past. Ugh, it's so amazing. No, I was apologizing to him. I like to see that. What was that saying? Show us that that apology, okay? Because I I kind of doubt it. The way you act, the way you act, it, it sounds like you like you just like you just spill spaghetti all over the keyboard, and it just types out whatever it wants. Dude, I understand, but I told you what you needed to do, and Mutant tells me you're panicking again. What is wrong with you? T-Bone, I wasn't panicking with Mutant Yoshi. I wanted to clear things up with him, much like I did with you, because I don't want my tension in the server. I don't want my co-hosts to talk with each other. They only talk to me. Look, just do what you need to do. I'm going back to work. Okay. See you later tonight. Take care. And that's not even the most pathetic thing on this video. Let's take a look at the behind the scenes. So, how could that you bully around? What was that, Finn? How could you just bully around Bard like that? Because Bard's a bitch. <laughs> Did you hear what happened? <laughs> like, I, I, I think it would be pretty easy to bully around Bard like that if you act like, if, if Bard acts like that. You know what I mean? dealt with it and like I said I, I clammed up and I... sounds like he's about to cry Jesus Christ it's not that big of a deal cut your losses already I clammed up in the readings I, I I promised that I wouldn't clam up like that in the reading but you know because I'm actually reliving the words that I said kind of hard not to that I mean I'm fine that hurt. I was painful to hear. It hurt my little tum-tum more. What was that? That hurt. <laughs> You're blind. You're not deaf. Why, why does this guy keep asking people to repeat themselves? I did. I, I even did. felt it in his voice, too. It more than just acted. He actually lived it. See what I mean when I say Josh wants to be an actor? That's... That is such a generic actor thing to say. He lived the experience. He knew what it was all about. Mm -hmm. and here's the thing. I had episode three ready for them well in advance. And on that weekend, I was kicked out of the server for no real discernible reason outside of the fact that T-Bone and, by extension, Neve, Yoshi, and... What? Here's the thing. I just want to know, and I'm done with this video because I think I've gone on for a little bit too longer than I expected, but why didn't you give them the video? It, like, or the, or the audio or whatever. Like, you, you think, you think if, if it's on your drive and you're, and you're done with it, it would have just been like, okay, here's the, here's the thing. Just, just get yourself a little mega upload, put that shit on there and it's over. But for whatever reason, this took way longer than expected. And yeah, that's that's basically the end of the uh, 
the E-Schmucks. First episode, the E-Schmucks. Running a little bit longer than expected, but hey, what what do you know? This is a concept I'm I'm interested in, and I'm definitely trying to iron out. The more I go on, the longer I continue, and hopefully you all enjoy this. But yeah, I'm a different guy when I'm around other people. That's what I'm starting to realize. I'm a way different beast. Well, this was definitely a more I guess rusty episode of the Cool Show. Once again, it's been a while, so I'm just getting back into the flow of things. But overall, I think we all learned a little something, and we were all pleasantly entertained by tonight's show. And just a reminder, it's all dumb internet shit. Don't take it too seriously. Small. Who can tell what magic spells we'll be doing?